Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader podcast. I'm joined here by Michelle Rimmer from the wonderful Hills Massage and Your Massage Perth in Kalamunda. How are you today? Well, thanks, Nicola. Thanks so much for having me on. That's all right. We have been members of book clubs, members of um, business associations, and I've been wanting to have you on for a while because you have an amazing team up there and you've really enabled um, yourself to pivot through COVID times and through small business in general for over 18 years. And I think there's some real nuggets of knowledge that we can start talking about in business, but also as a business owner, how we can look after ourselves and find ways to well keep going because it gets really, really hard. So self-care is a big part of that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the importance of touch in your life and, and, and how that can help. And well, obviously, from firsthand experience with you working with your clients, as well as um, working with um, getting through tough times in COVID and, and how you've created a shoot off a side hustle of your uh, massage business. So I think we'll just start with well, the first question of the benefits of touch. What are the benefits of touch? And um, how is that as a small business owner? How can, how can that benefit us as small business owners? Yeah, thanks, Nicola. So um, benefits of touch are widely researched, which is really, really good for us in the massage industry. So there is a leading um, doctor, Dr. Tiffany Field, and she comes from the Institute, um, the Miami Touch Institute in Florida. And it is a massive, massive research facility. And she has been doing um, it, uh, research into the benefits of touch for over 30 plus years. So it's fantastic because she's got such a big body of knowledge that is available to literally all of us around the world for free. And she's well-renowned and she's she's very, very interesting lady because she continues to do research. Um, the last one she did was just before COVID. And interestingly enough, it was to do with people now being on their phones so often, um, especially in airports, and they're seeing a reduction in the amount of hugs and touch in airports, which we thought was quite fascinating and how that's working on people's psyche because of the lack of touch. So I'd be interested to see how she responds to the COVID situation. I haven't seen anything yet. But what she's done, and also there is a university in Edinburgh that is also another area that um, have been looking into touch. But what they've done over the last 30 or 40 years is investigate the benefits and it's been a very widespread huge body of work um, because they've looked at everything from touch for infants to touch for white collared males to touch for massage therapists so they have actually looked at so many different um, types of people and people needing touch and the types of touch that there are so the main points um, or the main important points I think that are good to relate to um, the listeners uh, ones that um, can be relatable, I guess, to everybody. So, and this, what we're, um, what I'm giving you the information for now regarding touch is what we call uh, coming from evidence-based research. So it's like the gold standard in research in our industry. There's various different types, but evidence-based research is important for touch, for physio, massage, chiro, et cetera. So the important things, first of all, there's evidence to show that touch reduces cortisol or your, one of your stress hormone, hormones, sorry. 
So it reduces cortisol and it reduces noradrenaline. So those are two fairly big um, stress hormones that are that flood into the body when you're in situations of stress. So when you're in fight, flight or um, freeze, that's when you can get big, big doses of these sorts of um, um, what we call stress hormones. So touch or therapeutic touch has been shown to reduce that. So that's one significant thing that it does. The other is on the opposite side of it, it does also raise the, the good hormones, let's say the endorphins like dopamine and oxytocin, which is your love um, hormone. So touch has been shown to increase those hormones and they're, they're the hormones that can be, make you feel more at peace in love and happy. On top of that, massage also, or sorry, I shouldn't say touch, also reduces blood pressure. And we've got um, evidence-based research showing that it can actually, in fact, I know someone who um, worked with, uh, I know a massage therapist who worked with someone with high blood pressure and actually had them off blood pressure medication. Um, please note, I'm not advocating to stop any medication. I'll just put that disclaimer in now. But this is just a, an example that um, this person, by consulting their doctor, was then able to reduce reduce and then withdraw their blood pressure medication due to having some weekly massages yeah not only that it also decreases pain and they've found that touch has a strong correlation in reducing pain so they're the big sort of chemical and overall type of um, ways that touch affects the body but then you look at that and then how it can make other changes to your body and to you which are really important for us um, as, as persons, as individuals, but also as business owners or as workers. Yeah, that's so, exactly right. Because, and we forget that as being um, business owners, you tend to always be consistently hustling on the run, on the go. You're, especially if you're a working mum and you're between kids and work. And, and, and you tend to forget that sometimes, yeah, just that, that time to, to have a massage or to actually just sit and have that flow it does release those hormones that are just not naturally there because you need to be in that environment for them to come through something I love even more um, in regards to things I've seen uh, even when you have dogs isn't it that mm. thing of you release those they release yes. the hormones in you by just patting your dog that Absolutely. touch and that we forget that that's why we tend to love our dogs so much yeah. <laughs> they give us that opportunity on the daily um, whereas uh, I think we need to provide that in ourselves and, and, and give that self-care through, through touch. So, so what type of touch is available personally and therapeutically? What sort of things would you recommend for people um, looking to um, that self-care or looking to really look after themselves if they've been working or really stressed out? So um, you brought up a really good point, and that is I was going to mention about pets and touch. So animals are actually very therapeutic when it comes to, to touch. So that um, I was trying to encompass and take, look at all, all different sorts of people because some of us are very lucky and have people in our lives that we have touch at at home. But if you don't, that's when a cat or a dog or a horse or whatever it is that you've got around you is actually quite therapeutic. Um, what you can find is that... Uh, at work, we need to be mindful about tough uh, about touch, sorry, and what is considered safe touch. So we've always been taught that the safest place to touch, if you're allowed to touch at work, and that has to be within your parameters, is between the shoulder and the elbow. It's considered a safe place to touch, but that 
touch or form of encouragement, it gives so much benefit to workers. And so sort of tying it back in with what I was saying before is as well as reducing the pain, what you're going to find by doing this therapeutic touch, and you can have it in the form of um, chair massage in the business. You can have um, your partner doing a foot massage or a hand massage or a scalp massage. It can just be a hug. It can be small little things that equal um, numerous points during the day. So they're saying that the level of therapeutic touch that a human needs during the course of the day is roughly about 10 minutes. So it's not necessarily 10 minutes all at once, but it can be 10 minutes over the, over the course of the day. And so that's what we're trying to look at to getting that minimum of 10 minutes of touch. So like I said, it can be safe touch um, that's negotiated within the workplace. It can be from your partner. It can be from an animal. It can be you know, whatever it is, but there's, as long as you're getting some form of touch, then you find, and this is what it improves, one, all of those things I said before regarding the um, the endorphins, etc. but it helps your working memory. So touch helps your working memory. It helps your concentration. It improves your sleep. And those three things I think are very important for us in society today. As you were saying, we're hustling, we're going here, there and everywhere. And we get brain fog and we get, you know, all these sort of things happening to us. We get, we get caught up in that hustle and bustle. But if you can just stop and take that time just for that occasional or small bit of touch during your day, it does make an improvement to your all over health and your functionality and ability to be productive at work. Yeah. And that's, and I think that that comes a lot into play now with pets at work. Mm. I think that that's starting to become um, where, as you're saying, safe touch at work and a lot of those things are becoming less and less, you know, hard to find where that or what that looks like. But um, pets at work are allowing you to have that 10 minutes a day. I know yes. we have a dog here in our, in our office and I know lots of agencies and other places have the same to enable that, um, that time out for staff to just be happy and, and, and be showing love to something in the office and getting that, that touch because I think we were missing that. Yes. I know in places I've worked with in the past in a corporate field where you couldn't do that as easily, they used to have the massage, um, the massages on the table where you would have the, the shoulder massage. The lady would come in, she would set it up on the table and you would have the shoulder massage. So yes. I think it has been um, part of our lives, but now we're realising with COVID and especially single people uh, during lockdowns being, um, you know, at home by themselves and not having that availability, uh, that it really becomes a matter of need now, um, if, especially if they don't have pets, because that's a mental health issue in the long run, isn't it? Because it is, yes. your emotions are out of balance and before you know it, um, yeah, it, I think people oh, oh, underestimate, don't they, the power of touch and the lack of it, what it can actually do for your um, mental health. Yeah, in terms of lack of touch, there's a great um, example, and it's, it's, it's a bit terrifying, to be honest, but um, there was a problem in the 1990s in Romania and there was a lot of um, children that were placed into orphanages because mm -hmm. of the conflict that was going on there. Mm -hmm. And when um, uh, the West were able to get in and, and um, have a look and help out some of these orphans, they discovered that they had actual developmental issues because they hadn't been touched. So they were able to, um, with the younger ones, so if they were aged 
somewhere under the age of three and they received, then they received therapeutic touch, they were able to then meet those milestones. But those that were there that were later in life, like I, what I'm saying, I mean, sort of like early teens or in their tweens, they, start, they did struggle developmentally. So it was actually unfortunate, but profound proof that touch actually is important in your development for children and for teenagers and for us as adults. But on the flip side, one positive is that um, PTSD, so returned servicemen um, that had PTSD and suffered badly from headaches, they found that doing 10 minutes of therapeutic touch uh, and teaching their partners how to do that therapeutic touch they were able to reduce their headache symptoms by 50% just from 10 minutes of touch a day. So it's just showing you the power and how much, and it's just trying, trying to illustrate, I'm sorry if anyone's upset about that Romanian story, it upset me, you have to be honest, but I'm just trying to illustrate how important touch is. Yeah, that's right. I had seen that as well. Um, and I think that that's irrefutable proof, isn't it? That um, as, as tragic and as horrific as it is that um, and the impact it also has in our children, uh, even our own children, um, as they're growing up, the time spent with them, the time, you know, spent sitting on the couches with them, just being next to them, that touch. Yep. Um, you don't think about it at the time, but you see it later on, the difference that it does have in their life and their interaction and their relationships going forward. Yes. So, so we forget that, you know, we just do it automatically, a lot of us, but um, some people that um, don't have that growing up can really see the difference in their lives and, and their emotional stability when it comes to relationships. So, so big and such a big thing. And I think that's why um, I believe with COVID in particular and, and people having to pivot and the hustle and the, and the, the uncertainty, I think more now than ever, we need to make those connections with people and we need Absolutely. to make that in our own lives that we have that, whether, as you say, whether it be with a dog or a horse or a cat or a person, a relationship where you can show love and, and be loved, I think is what we're after. Yeah. And um, now talking about COVID and pivoting, I want to talk to you about your pivot and, and how you guys um, at Hills Massage created um, your massage and, and, and what that looks like. So, so run me through what you guys do at Hills Massage and, and how you chose to pivot and, and what that looks like now for you guys. So yeah, so we're traditional remedial massage therapists at Hills Massage. So we're all fully qualified and it means that you can claim on your health insurance through high caps. Um, so that's the first thing. And that's what we've been doing for the past 18 years. And that includes things like remedial. Remedial massage is really an umbrella term for many different types of massage. So it's the umbrella term for deep tissue, trigger points, Swedish massage, myofascial release. There's a long list of, of, of typical types of massage that we perform. Um, and that includes also sports, pregnancy, et cetera. So we've been doing that for 18 years, but then we did have a lockdown of five weeks last year. And I'm very fortunate and thankful that we were, you know, very minimally impacted compared to other parts of Australia and the world. So very grateful for that. Um, but during that time, I, again, because I've been massaging for so long, touch was, is important to me. And, and I actually relax by giving touch. It's become part of my um, way of making me feel good is I actually enjoy giving touch and it's helpful. So being cut off from that, um, yes, the family got lots more and the dog, but um, <laughs> what we did find was this brilliant new form um, of massage slash yoga called Yo Massage. 
And this was invented by two ladies in Portland, Oregon about three years ago. And what they did was they, um, one of them had a social work background and was working with PTSD and working with people who'd had sorts of issues. And she met up with a lady who was from a yoga background. And so what they've done is they've made this combination of restorative yoga poses, which are the poses where you are very supported with massage props. So it's very, very relaxing. So this is not um, a strenuous type of yoga. It's not, a, your, your achievement, first of all, is not stretch. Your achievement, first of all, is relaxation. So you're put into what we call positions where you hold them for about eight minutes, but you're well supported with blankets and bolsters and um, that sort of thing. And then in addition to that, they start with a bit of mindfulness and breath work. So you begin a class and the classes are very small. We have one therapist to four people only. So we have really small class sizes. You start with mindfulness, you start with some breath work, you become present. And then when you're in these uh, restorative yoga poses, we go around and do approximately two minutes of massage for each person in each pose on a part of the body that's available to you, depending on the pose. So if you're seated, we do neck and shoulders. We've got like a child's pose where we do the back. We've got a sideline pose where we stretch out the side. So basically you're fully clothed. So it's trauma sensitive. And it's a great um, way to introduce touch into life if you've been through trauma or if you're uncertain about being one-on-one -on -one and possibly being in your underwear, even though you're under towels on a table, we're giving you another choice. So it is very, very good for people who've been a bit fearful of either yoga or of massage. And again, you're in a small class, so you've got community around you, so you feel safe. So it's a safe, warm environment with safe therapeutic touch and you achieve some stretch as well as relaxation. And generally people walk away feeling absolutely relaxed. Oh, it just it just looks amazing. I've seen all the images of it yet to partake, but very interested in giving it a go because this body needs some yoga and it also needs some massage. So putting those two things together is like a perfect combination. Um, it just the 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 poses I've seen and and the way it's done, um, I think that that is something a lot of people haven't seen before. I know I hadn't, and to see it in that sort of way, it's just it's as you say, it's it takes away that whole fear that people have and I do know a lot of people that have that fear of massage um, and also they have a fear of yoga but this one's very small class you know very uh, very intimate um, yes. and very relaxing so I think you've you've enabled um, to get that out to more people that's the thing the joy of touch out to more yes. people and enabling them to explore yoga that might not have done that before anyway if they had been a remedial massage fan but maybe hadn't explored yoga you're giving them the best of both worlds and and these days, like I said, the hustle, the grind, people have to find whatever it is for them, whatever it is that they feel comfortable with in getting a release. And, and yes. I think um, you've got clients that, that come back all the time because um, they've found that for them. And to find um, somebody or somewhere that knows and can really give you that, it's just amazing. And I think to find one in particular that does something a bit different that 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 stands out from all the normal big classes and or one on one is is wonderful. So how have you found what has the response been from um, from your clients to the introduction of the yo massage? Yeah, we've um, it's been really big uptake. Um, we're up here in Calabunda, so we have got a smaller sort of more limited field, but we've just recently started doing events um, in Mount Lawley, Leaderville. 
um, Mundaring and Highgate. So we've had a few events and we've got events coming up. So we're bringing it more central so that people don't have to travel so far. Um, yeah. And we've found that those events are selling out within sort of 24 to 36 hours. Um, the events are slightly larger because I have another therapist in my team who's trained. So we have the two of us working with eight women. Um, Jen, and I say women because 90 8% of people who've uptaken so far are women. We have had a handful of men and they have enjoyed it, but it does seem to resonate more with women. Yeah. But um, yeah, so for the events where we're having eight people um, and it, it has been, it's the results we're getting is that people, you can see it on their faces and you can see how they've become present and how they've relaxed. And we've made it, one of the important things that Yo Massage was interested in was making it affordable. So you don't spend as much as if you had an hour massage. It's, it's much, much more affordable than that. So it does also bring the price point down quite a bit because we're able to service, you know, four people or eight people if we've got the events. Um, we're actually introducing for the first time up in Kalamunda, we're trialing uh, Yo Massage with sound healing. So we thought a combination with the sound healing going on while we're doing the restorative yoga, then that's another way of just creating that blissful experience so yeah yeah sound sound healing is another thing that I've been seeing a real um, uptake from people yes. sound healing a lot more than I have in the previous years I myself have a sound bowl from Nepal oh, okay. um, with it it's it's really um I mean mind you it does sit on my bookshelf I have used it <laughs> but it is beautiful but I think that um, incorporating all of these things is just really opening it up for so many people to 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 find their their groove and what they love and i've seen people just love sound healing workshops and also yoga massage to bring it all together is even better but and to explore new markets is wonderful yes. and yeah. to think that before covid it wasn't something that was yet in your product suite so this is where pivoting is something that if you are willing to take responsibility for finding new ways you will and you'll always be successful because you back yourself. And I think that's what small business owners have to understand that in times of uncertainty, the more we pull back, the less likely we are to come out of it the other end and come out of it with a new service offering. Um, I pivoted to coaching. Mm -hmm. So it, it's something that you're drawn to something inside you because you've got that time to find your aligned clients. What do they want? What service can I give them? that people are calling out for and you've found that and I think that that's wonderful because um, that's what small business is all about I mean it's the ups and downs you've seen it over 18 years I've been in business 16 it's just that we just have to find new ways when yes. we need to but yeah. we have to make sure it's still aligned don't we to, to what we really are about and you've been able that's to true. do that without losing what the heels massage was all about and your clients are all still there that were there prior to the first lockdown and now they've got a new service offering if they feel drawn to that as well I think it I think it's wonderful Michelle you've done an awesome job because um, we all know how hard it is to be a small business owner as it is let alone find new service offerings okay now hit me up where can people find all the information for uh, heels massage um, for the yo yo massage anything you'd like people to know about where's the best place for them to go Okay, so we do have uh, a website, which is www.hillsmassage.com.au. I do have a Yo Massage Perth website, which is exactly the same, but there is a link from Hills Massage to Yo Massage. So you don't have to remember to, you can go straight just to the Hills Massage and you'll see a tab that says Yo Massage. So the website is fairly comprehensive. We are on Facebook um, for both, again, for Hills Massage and Yo Massage Perth. 
and Instagram as well. Um, it's hills underscore massage and your know, massage Perth. So we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on, we've got a website. Um, I do run a blog through the website as well. Um, so I suppose they're the main places that you could, you could find us. That's awesome. And it's definitely something um, to try out. Like you said, you're, you're exploring um, in Leaderville and other places. So people don't automatically have to go to the hills. No. Although um, a trip to the hills itself is, is worthwhile. <laughs> I know um, whenever I go to the hills, I feel like I'm on a holiday. So why not combine two, I think. But hey, if you want to do something close to the CBD, then I'm sure you'll be able to have all of those options up on your on your um, platforms if people want to find out or they can just dm you i'm sure yes. and be able to give them all the info yes but, we've been having a few oh, yeah. sorry it's right and we- just knowing that you've had 18 years experience that, that, that they're getting the best of the best when they explore these options too Yes, I've, I've been doing this for some time now and thoroughly enjoyed. I was a registered nurse in, in theatre in a previous life, but I've been a massage way longer than nursing. Well, you have been serving people for your whole life <laughs> by the sounds, and I think that that alone says it all. But um, when you're people-focused, it comes through, and I can, I can tell, and I'm sure everyone else will as well. Um, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, I just really wanted to share that with everyone because we are going through such weird times in relation to uh, everything, not really here in Perth as much, but over east and overseas. So it's nice to um, to really talk about ways that we can uh, improve mental health and, and improve the way we live our lives in this time of hustle. And I think touch is very important. So thank you for coming and talking to me about it. And um, please hit up Michelle on all the socials um, if you want to find out more. And uh, we look forward to uh, following your journey online. No worries. Thanks so much for having me, Nicola. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. See ya. Thank you. Bye.